Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is a brand. Every athlete, every um, celebrity, every product, every corporation. These are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist. Who's up? Who's down? Um, and let's get right to it. Uh, first up, brand down for Trump, just because, why not? I mean, it's getting so, you know, his brand downs now you know, take on a, a kind of a, essence of patheticness it, it's not you know so this weekend this past week in Mar-a-Lago he had a surprise two surprise guests uh Kanye West and Nick Fuentes uh Kanye West well documented uh the, the the disgusting anti-semitic rants he's going on and Nick Fuentes a well-known white supremacist holocaust denier gross gross vulgar human being uh holds these white supremacist conferences I mean he is as is loathsome as it gets Trump said he didn't know who he was yeah by the way just people just wander into Mar-a-Lago. They just kind of show up and they sit with the president, and nobody's vetted. And I mean, I guess if you have nothing to do next Friday or Saturday night, just go and knock on the door of Mar-a-Lago, and you'll go have dinner with the president. But disgusting that he's breaking bread with these people. Won't, of course, put down anything that you know he said that they were interesting people. Didn't know anything about what they had to stand for. Uh, his point about Kanye is Kanye him go back a long way. They ended up getting into a screaming match him and Kanye because. He said Kanye said he was going to run for president. Trump said you'll never beat me. I, I mean, it's gotten into a level of D-level reality TV that is just kind of stunning. And uh, just one more break. But, but Trump is just going to, it's going to continue to get more, more and more pathetic for him. Speaking of hate, uh, this is really, was really frightening to me. Uh, brand, always a brand down for hate, but brand, uh, pay attention to this. 29% say anti-Semitism is acceptable in the workplace and new survey finds. This is this this is this made my bones chill. Resumebuilder.com surveyed 1,131 hiring managers in November, asking them about their views of Jewish individuals and their perspectives on anti-Semitism in the workplace. The survey showed that 26%, almost just over one in four hiring managers, say are less likely to move forward with Jewish applicants. When asked why, 38% said the Jews have too much power and control, which is also tied to another 38% who said Jews claim to be the chosen people. A few of the reasons were the Jews have too much wealth, Jews are greedy, Jews kill Jesus, and many other anti-Semitism responses. Another 26% of hiring managers made assumptions about whether or not the applicant is Jewish based on their looks and appearances. So all of this... When you keep hearing about all these things that are going on with Kyrie Irving and things that are going on with Kanye West, you know, this anti-Semitism is on the rise. You've got 25% of people being interviewed about jobs saying they wouldn't hire Jews based on the various things I talked about. That's fucking scary. And it's getting worse. And we're going backwards, guys. We're going backwards. Speaking of employers, um... Uh, Brand down for college degrees. Employers are rethinking their need for college degrees. Uh, the tight labor market is prompting more employers to eliminate one of the biggest requirements for many higher paying jobs the need for college degree. Companies such as Alphabet, Inc., Google, Delta Airlines, and International Business Machines, IBM, have reduced education requirements for certain positions and shifted hiring to focus more on skills and experience. Um, U.S. job postings requiring at least a bachelor's degree were 41% in November, down from 46% at the start of 2019 ahead of COVID. Something else is also happening that's that's on the positive side um, that's, that's helping... Uh, minorities a lot of companies one of my friends works at one of the big uh, talent agencies and they've gotten rid of necessarily college graduates as a requirement because they're saying look 
maybe kids didn't have access and they came out of school and they've been working at a bank for a couple of years. They came out of high school and they're hustlers. So why should they be held out for getting, why, why should we cut those people off if they're real go-getters? And, and I think that's great. So I, I think it is interesting to rethink college applications uh, for a lot of reasons in jobs. Uh, brand up for Black Friday. Uh, online sales held a new record. Uh, the big news is mobile shopping hit a record higher this year with sales from smartphones accounting for 55% of online sales. So they're just doing it from their phones. They're shopping. No surprise there. Uh, brand up for Walmart. They overtook Amazon and Shopper Search for Black Friday bargains. Um, searches for Black Friday discounts on Walmart surged 386% over a year, leapfrogging rival Amazon. Here's an interesting thing. Brand up for the lipstick index. This is simply put, is when lipstick sales are up, it shows you that sales of bigger items, dresses and things like that, are going to be down. That people, consumers, when they spend money on impulse purchases, it's a, it's not a lot of money. I can make myself feel better. I can, I can instead of buying that new dress, maybe I'll just gussy up a little bit more. Uh, of the 14 discretionary categories, prestige beauty is the only category that is seeing unit sales growth to date. Lipstick sales have grown 37% through October this year compared with a year earlier. So that's the lipstick index. When lipstick sales are going up dramatically, it means the economy is heading for rough tidings. So lipstick index up means bad news to the economy. Uh, brand down for a potential railroad strike that could hit, uh, it, it is possibly hitting New York City and will be a real problem for shitty, particularly quote unquote shitty for the 8.8 million people living across New York City. Of course, the average five boroughs, the 2.5 million pounds of human waste produced daily ends up having to go somewhere. With the rail strike arriving, this is, would be a national rail strike, as soon as December 15th, residents of the Big Apple may see stall freight containers filled with biosolids, quote unquote, the dehydrated and treated version was still very much poop. The city also ships out 80%, 87% of its household waste by rail. So New York could be heading for a real shit show, no pun intended. Uh, brand out for FTX celebrity promoters, of course, FTX, the cryptocurrency that went from a multi-billion dollar company to worthless. And a lot of their uh, endorsers, Tom Brady, Steph Curry, uh, Larry David, are being sued in class action suits for promoting this. And it, it kind of lets you know, I'm not saying we should hold Tom Brady responsible for the demise of FTX, but I think celebrity endorsers need to be really careful with the companies that get involved with, particularly in this, these new age companies such as crypto companies. Uh, brand out for Twitter. This is all you need to know. Twitter has lost 50 of its top 100 advertisers since Elon Musk took over. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Half of hit Twitter's top 100 advertisers appear to no longer be advertised on the website. It's a huge loss. As these 50 advertisers have spent almost $2 billion on Twitter ads since 2020 and more than $750 million in 2022. Companies such as Chevrolet, Chipotle, Ford, Jeep, Merck, Novartis, all issue statements holding Twitter. Look. Follow the money. Follow, I've said this before on the show. Follow the advertisers. Advertisers don't need the headaches. You want to start letting hate go on Twitter? You want to have it, you know, unchecked, un, no, no checks and balances? Guys like Trump running rants, running rampant on Twitter? It's going to cost you money, Mr. Musk. Um, brand up for, well, we'll see. Brand, we'll see for Avatar 2. Avatar 2 is so expensive, it must become the fourth or fifth highest grossing film in history just to break even. The production budget alone was $250 million. That doesn't include marketing and everything else. And only five movies, have, they have to cross the $2 billion mark worldwide, adjusted for inflation, to break even. And Cameron's original Avatar did, it's $2.9 billion. Disney Avengers Endgame is $2.7. His Titanic, third slot with $2.1. Star Wars The Force Awakens, $2.7. And Avengers Infinity War. So Cameron, if, if they really are going to have to, that's just incredible. 
They're going to have to become the fifth or fourth, fourth or fifth highest grossing movie of all time just to break even. I never got Avatar, personally. I'm, I'm going to short this. I don't know if they're going to do that well. I'll see. I saw the promos for it. it to me, it doesn't hold a, a magical place, the same place that some of the other franchise movies hope. It certainly has made enough money first time around. Let's see what happens. Uh, huge brand up for Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear was in the Thanksgiving parade, and a lot of people think he was looking buff. I'm looking at a picture of it now. He looks jacked. It's a Smokey the Bear who looks like he's in really, really good shape. Um, there was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of things online about he's looking jacked. He's ripped. Smokey the Bear looking better than ever. Um, brand up for Elton John. You know, he's got his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which was supposed to end with three sold-out shows at Dodger Stadium. But because Sachs donated a million dollars to his Elton John AIDS Foundation, he played last week on Fifth Avenue, just did one final song. They closed down 49th to 50th Street, and he did a final song, Elton John. Uh, I don't think we've seen the last of him. I think he's going to tour again. That's just me. Maybe I'm hoping. Uh, huge breakdown for Balenciaga. Uh, they're taking a lot of heat as well they should. They ran an ad with a little child. The child looked three or four years old, holding a teddy bear in an S&M outfit. Uh, we've got enough problems with child abuse and child porn. I'm not saying this was child porn, but to have a three-year-old holding a bear in an S&M costume is just gross, is bad taste. Balenciaga has has uh, come out and apologized profusely. They said they don't know how their checks and balances allow this to happen. I don't think it's going to hurt them long term, but certainly a lot of egg on their face. Very, very bad judgment on their part. Uh, brand up for Chevy. They did a really smart ad, I think. And what was interesting, they featured in the ad, not one of their new cars, but a 1957 Chevy Bel Air Nomad. It was a really touching ad of a woman, uh, a fictional story of Mrs. Hayes, and it shows her in her 1957 turning on the car. It's not working. It shows how her husband got killed in Vietnam, and the boy next door helps her uh, fix the car. Young man next door does that. And it was just a beautiful ad. And sometimes you can do a great brand ad. You don't have to show your new product. Sometimes showing an old product and just kind of showing a brand essence is the way to go. I thought that was a really beautifully done ad by Chevy. So big brand up for Chevy. Uh, brand down for the golden vagina. That's right. I think. <laughs> Hey, don't shoot the message. I, I just report this stuff here. A theater director was fired for installing a golden vagina statue. A theater director in Warsaw, Poland, has been fired after installing a statue of a golden vagina. Monica Stretzka said she agreed to install the three-foot-high vagina called Lady Moist, nice name, by artist Iwana Demko in an effort to promote feminism. It backfired. They're taking it down. Let her keep her job, though. She made a mistake. And finally, this is really interesting. Um... Brand up for what they're calling super agers. These are people who are aging in their 80s, still have very strong memory skills, very strong cognitive skills. And they're saying that what sets super ages apart from people who have weak memory skills, according to a study that followed super ages over the course of 18 months, one key differentiator was they kept learning new things throughout their life. So people who into their 60s, 70s, 80s are still learning seem to be the ones maintaining their cognitive. No surprise there. Um, are, and I think that's great. So keep learning. And that's it for this week. That's it for our Brands of the Week. And remember to tune in Thursday for our interview with Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. We'll see you on Thursday, and we'll see you next week on, on our brand also. Bye.